0: Live from Parts Unknown, you're listening to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Podcast. The only wrestling podcast on the planet, we think. Sit back, relax, prepare for positivity to run through your veins as Simon Miller gives you your weekly dose of powerful pro wrestling audio. It is Miller time. And we're going to talk about wrestling for the next hour or so, starting with Chris Jericho and Matt Hardy. I somebody's already said to me in the comments i saw it earlier they said simon i've seen the title of your of this video i've seen it and you seem to have forgotten everything that happened between edge and randy orton i haven't forgotten edge and randy orton are killing it right now they've easily got the best wrestlemania worthy match wrestlemania few whichever way you want to put it but i'm a man that likes to laugh i'm a man that likes to be entertained and I'm a man, as you probably know from my other videos, that is quite high on being a goofball and an idiot. And Matt Hardy and Chris Jericho made me laugh so much <laughs> from start to finish during the absolutely absurdness they did at the end of AEW Dynamite last night. I couldn't I couldn't get mad at it. I couldn't get mad at it. I was just Chris Jericho yelling at a drone, Matt Hardy teleporting <laughs> to the ring. The sheer inanity of the things they were saying to each other. I watch professional wrestling because I want to be entertained, right? That's why I watch it. That's that's why I love it so much. And I love the fact that because it is quote-unquote fake, you can do really whatever you want as long as everybody involved is down for some fun. I had fun, man. I had fun. And I get it. If you're a wrestling purist and you want to moan about Matt Hardy teleporting towards the ring and you want to yell at Chris Jericho offering a position in the inner circle to... A drone, a robot, an android, whatever the hell you want to call it—that's cool. You're allowed. I'm not getting. I'm not saying I don't understand. I'm not saying that maybe on one level I don't agree with you. But right now, everything that's going on in the world—that segment for the ten or fifteen minutes that it lasted—I was laughing my ass off. Was it the the the, the, the whole the, the ass of whole whatever the hell Matt Hardy called him? It, of course, it was ludicrous. And no, if a, a random person stumbled across that, that maybe wasn't aware of wrestling or broken Matt Hardy, maybe they wouldn't be into it. But I don't need to worry about that. That's not my concern. That's for All Elite Wrestling's you know, behind-the-scenes dudes to sit down and figure out. And really, from start to finish, this show felt like a bunch of guys and girls who were friends and just wanted to throw some love into the world. And I felt that love and I had a damn good time. So I just want to say thank you to them and to all of wrestling right now for doing what they can. But this show especially... Oh, my gosh. It's just so, so much ridiculousness. I mean, within the first five minutes, Cody was on commentary and he had a match. So he went down the tunnel, turned around and came back out the tunnel. It's just, it's just even said he was going to do it. You know, they postponed blood and guts because they understood the situation. And I don't think they could have dealt with it any better. So I'm just going to do a round of applause to Chris Jericho and Matt Hardy. I thought you guys were were, were on fire. And if you want to give Matt Hardy powers, that is is absolutely fine. Uh, a, you, you are a whole of ass. That was right. You are a whole of ass. What does that even mean? Uh, it's, it's, it's wonderful. It's fantastic. Uh, right now that we're a little bit into it, please do hit the subscribe button. If you haven't already, please do hit the like button. I've just noticed this video. It's only got four dislikes, but these streams never get any dislikes. So people clearly disagree with the title. Uh, but if you could just give me any kind of engagement, that would be great because the issues with live streams. Sorry for those listening on podcasts, is that uh, YouTube decides that nobody watched this video, even though we've got quite a good few people watching now. Uh, so that'd be great. Hit me subscribe. Come talk to me on Simon316 on Instagram or Twitter. If you want to support me on Patreon, you can. Patreon.com forward slash Simon316. A bunch of rewards up there. T-shirts. You can come on the podcast. You can get a postcard. I'll do what I can for for, uh, Across the Seas uh, patrons as soon as i can but obviously the postal service has kind of shut down a little bit uh, and if you want to talk to me right now obviously i'll read out some comments but you can also support the podcast in the super chat you can write whatever you want i'll answer it. i'll talk about it you can steer the podcast in the direction that you should so wish and a shout out to pins and and pinsandknucklesmerch.com for supporting simon miller's pro wrestling show right let's get through these super chats now so don't forget them non-wwe guy thank you as always my friend uh, it's a regular show, AEW or NXT, with no special moments, was done in front of no fans. What do you think the reception would be? Or if a regular show with no special moments was done in front of no fans? Well, I was thinking this as I was walking back from uh, the supermarket the other day, uh, a rarity. It was Supermarkets are crazy these days. I saw an article that said no longer a, a leisure activity. I'm not sure whether I ever thought they were, but certainly very uh, a difficult ordeal at the moment. I don't think you can ever do an empty arena match again. You are going to wear... No one's fault, of course. But you are going to wear this stipulation. It's not a stipulation, but you take my point. Or this concept out to such a degree. I don't want to be reminded of this time. I don't want to be reminded of a time where we're all shut in our houses. And not being able to live our lives the way that we want. So I... Oddly, not that it's a major deal to me. Because I was never a huge fan of them anyway. But I think we've killed the empty arena stip. I don't think you can do it anymore. I don't think people would want to see it. I think people would naturally lean into everything that's happening now and be like, I don't really want to remember that time. So I think the reception would be negative. And I don't think you'll do it. I don't think AEW do it. I don't think WWE will do it. I don't think anybody's going to do it. And I think they would be right to do so. So yeah, RRP to the empty arena. even made a match. The last one I can remember was NXT from last year. All I remember is Alistair Black was in it and there was six other guys, probably Johnny Gargano. I think Champa was out. I don't know. You, you somebody will remember it, my man Nick C in the super chat says not disagreeing with you, Nick. You can disagree with me. That's what it's all about. But you're not disagreeing with me. I think the segment went too long. Also, how long is Brody going to keep taking shots at Vince? It's going to get old for me. Love you, Sai, and you, Nick. Hope you're feeling better too. We'll talk about that as well. Um, I, I, I I I can see what you mean. What was that? Like a record? I I I I can see what you mean about it being too long. But I was rolling around. I don't care. I mean, if if it was a normal dynamite, I think I would agree with you more. But I just wanted to have a good time, when I was. As for the Brody Lee stuff, I can understand why that is going to divide people more. I can totally understand that. I liked it though, and the reason I liked it, and again, you can check this out on Ups and Downs, which goes live in around about forty minutes, uh, maybe a bit later because obviously the schedule right now is crazy. Over on What Culture Wrestling, make sure you give them a subscribe too. There's three camps you can fall into when you watch the Brody Lee stuff. And of course, if you haven't seen it, he basically did a segment where he impersonated Vince and took a lot of his mannerisms on. One, you understand it like you and I, uh, and you like it. I personally did. I'll explain why in a second. B, you didn't like it, and you're in this camp. And then you have Magic Camp C, and this is what I tried to, to, to delve into. Because I think, in terms of a character, it's quite a good character. And it's all about execution, and it's all about persona. Let's forget about Vince McMahon for a second, even though obviously there were huge things that related to him. Brody Lee is in charge of a cult where he is eccentric and a bit nuts and does really odd things. So here with, uh, who was it, John Silver and, oh, I can't remember the other guy's name. That's terrible of me, you have to forgive me. But, you know, one of them he banished from the room for trying to eat his dinner before he'd finished his. And the other one sneezed and we all know how Vince McMahon feels about sneezing. I just think there's something in that. I think there is something in the Vince McMahon character that you can parody for a short time and actually build into your own character, which will then be successful within a professional wrestling setting. But I understand why people don't like it. There were some things that AEW's done when they've taken quote-unquote shots at WWE when I've kind of gone, did I need that? I don't know. But I liked this, and I think the reason I liked it is... Let's say you go back to the mid-90s when Stone Cold Steve Austin left ECW, uh, left WCW for ECW. He kind of did the same thing. Paul Heyman gave him a microphone. He couldn't do wrestling because he was injured. And he said, just talk from the heart. Now, obviously, there's more of a production aspect to what Brodie Lee is doing. But I can imagine he is quite scarred by everything that Vince McMahon said and did to him. I mean, it got out into the wild, right? Vince McMahon did not think that he was a very good Not that he wasn't a very good professional wrestler, but they didn't think he could fit into the system that he was trying to create. And that must be hard. Just break it right down. If you are at your job and your boss essentially says, I don't see a lot in him, without ever really giving you a proper chance, and that one time that he did, you smashed it, you know, the whole Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton thing when the world title was on the line, or the IC title, whatever the hell it was... You would have a bit of a chip on your shoulder, and I think if you can funnel that back into your wrestling persona, I want to see where it goes. That skit was not very long. I thought it was a nice wink, wink, nudge, nudge to AEW fans, and I think All Elite Wrestling know their audience. Predominantly, they're not going to make many new fans at the moment because they're all going to be watching the news. Just look at the statistics. So you may as well serve the people that you know are going to tune in, like you and me and Smart Marks, whatever you want to call it. So I'm totally good with it. I'm totally good with it. I think it helped that he then went to the ring and actually smashed QT Marshall. I mean, he destroyed that guy, my word. I don't know. We'll have to see where it goes. But I certainly wasn't against it. It did get spoiled for me, uh, just in a headline. And I was like, oh, I don't know. How- well, I'll have to wait and, you know. You know I wait until I see it myself. But I quite enjoyed it. That's how I feel about it. And, you know, I, 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 un- I think that it's... I don't think it was too on the nose. And I think maybe when I first heard about it, I worried that it would be. It needs to evolve and it needs to progress. But we're on week two with Brody Lee. I I like it so far. I do. And I like the fact that he's a featured guy, which I've wanted to see for a long time. And I wanted to see how he would flourish. And that's where we are right now. Shout out to my man Leonard, who said, had no idea we were getting Shakespearean theatre on a wrestling show, huh? Great to still have you making time for us, Simon. Cheers. Um... I don't, I, I, I don't know whether you mean my show or AEW. I, I, think you must mean AEW because the bit at the end between Matt Hardy and Chris Jericho was very amateur theatre, and I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean it in a, in a great way. I love it. I think it, I think it worked wonders. It's the same with WWE when they do it has the same vibe. I'm, uh, I'm all down for it. I know what you mean though. It's very, very strange, but again. Wrestling has always been at its best when it has aped the society that we're living in, and the one word I would use right now for society is weird. So if wrestling's going to get really weird for the next six weeks, hell yeah, man! I will, I will jump on that train and I will ride it all the way to the uh, to the magical bank of love. Don't know what that is. Matthew Bailey in the super chat says, "Have you seen the new Vice Benoit documentary? What are your thoughts on it?" I will talk about that towards the end of the show. Uh, yes, I thought about calling the. Um, uh, the video, something to do with that. But I can't bring myself to do it because I I can't get clicks off it. I just can't. I just can't. But we'll talk about it once we've done Dynamite in the news. Uh, Daz4785 in the Super Chat says, Simon, I'm working from home. It's lovely. Good positive attitude, Daz. I like that. I love your attitude and humor. You make my day go quickly. You literally are ace. AEW, NXT were awesome last night. Well, Daz, thank you first and foremost for saying that. Uh, I'm very critical of my own work. So, uh, you know, any kind of... Um, justification not really the white word just love oh I've just sorry I've just made I just made somebody a moderator by accident (laughs) sorry that was me trying to read the next super chat it's hard to do two things at once I, I am very critical of myself so to um to hear that is very very nice thank you haven't seen NXT yet I know that spoiler spoiler give you a couple of seconds to turn off if you haven't seen it there we go. Uh, there was a vignette for Killer Cross. Don't know how that tied in, but I know that Gargano, Champa, and Triple H were in the ring. But that's all I've got from it, which is good. I'll watch it later and I'll enjoy it. But I, I thought Dynamite was... The only thing in Dynamite... Dynamite's getting to the point now where it's really hard to pick holes in it. Um, I don't get out of my way to pick holes in it, as much as people in the ups and downs comments like to believe. But I do try and like to be critical and not only look at it from my point of view. You know, man of the people, all that kind of stuff. Voice of the fans. But the only thing that I could really, I mean, it wasn't even bad. That's the problem. But the only thing that kind of missed is unfair too. Whatever word you want to use, not good, (laughs) which is still unfair, is I didn't need to see Jake Hagar in a squash match. I know that Jake Hagar can beat people up. That's been well established since day one. He's been the heavy. Uh, You know, Brody Lee's squash match worked really well because it cemented him as a guy. Look, he's not just some crazy dude that wants to eat steak. He'll also kick your ass in the ring. there was nothing wrong with it it was there to fill tv time if nothing else but i think it's more of a a wider appeal with jake Hager. i need more a bit more characterization a bit more promos a bit more whatever i want the the salt on the stake as jim ross would say but again it's still early days and we're in unprecedented times. But AEW is just a really really easy show to watch. It just is. Like I said, I thought Cody the, the two things I really enjoyed, Cody versus Jimmy Havoc and Kip Sabian versus why the Darby Allin, because what I thought it did was not ne- not Cody obviously, he's a main event guy, but it took Jimmy Havoc and the other two and it allowed AEW to shine a spotlight on them and kind of just give a little nudge to the fans if they weren't already into these guys, hey, you should watch them. We're going to do we're going to do a lot with them. We have big plans for them. We think they're really skilled and so on and so forth. So I like that. I thought that was a good way to use time because this was supposed to be the blood and gut show. Completely understand why they didn't do it. I think it's the right call. Uh, I like Cody's match with Jimmy Havoc. I uh, don't know why Cody Rhodes feels the need to bust out more than one finisher every week. But hey, yo, maybe that's his thing. Wrestling's all about coming up with new ways to present yourself. And I can't remember anyone else that does that. And it does protect your opponent in losing because you got smashed t- twice. So, so yeah, I... I I thought that was good and very, very easy to watch. Same with Kip Sabian versus uh, Darby Allen. Darby Allen is going to be a star. Kip Sabian will be a star. Penelope Ford will be a star. It tick boxes all around. And then, you know, you, I mean, what I think is my favorite thing about AEW, aside from Matt Hardy and Chris Jericho, is I like that we're not doing basic promos. We're doing produced skits or segments. Like Jake Roberts, it's unbelievable (laughs) I don't know how old he is I'm going to say he's probably in his 60s now I may be over exaggerating but I believe every single damn word that man says and not even it doesn't even matter what he's coming out of his mouth it's his cadence and his intonation I said this on ups and downs but he could say anything he wanted he could say Simon I love you and I want to have your kids and I'd be like Jake Robb is going to kick my ass (laughs) because (laughs) that's what he sounds like I do feel like we've kind of stumbled into the territory a little bit of getting Jake Roberts uh, over more than Lance Archer. But Lance Archer is debuting properly next week, so I think it will be fine. But, you know, in a two-minute skit about how good Lance Archer is, when I've just seen Jay Roberts cut a good promo, and all I want to do afterwards is talk about how good the Jake Roberts promo was, i a bit like, maybe I should be... And also, what he said was nuts. Hey, why didn't you call me to put me in AEW? You're in AEW. Why didn't you call Lance Archer? He's in AEW. It's like, <laughs> it's like me sitting here now going, why aren't you watching my show? You only know I've said that if you're watching my show. So that was but again, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because when your delivery is that good, hell man, say whatever you want. Talk about the benefits of cheese and milk for I give a damn. I will be completely lost on every word. So yeah, more of these produced stuff. We did one with Darby Allen too before his match, where he burnt a picture of the inner circle. Again, a lot of what he said was like, I don't know, what you on, my friend. But it doesn't matter because it was cool, right? It was cool. It had an edge to it and it was different. It's my big thing in wrestling; has been for ages. Just give me some different stuff, which is why I'm so I'm hopeful that WWE latches onto these no fans promo things and maybe tries to do a little bit of, of this too. Not overproduce them, but produce them in a different way, so it's not just wash, what's rinse, repeat. I'm trying to think what else happened on. Oh my gosh, how could I forget Kenny Omega versus Sammy Guevara for the Mega whatever it's called championship in AAA? Pfft. That was flipping phenomenal, and to me, it kills the argument dead that we're not able to have matches in front of nobody. I didn't even know the crowd wasn't there. I was so into it. Sammy Guevara, he's probably done it before, but I only just picked up on it now. His burning hammer into go to sleep knee thing, whatever you want to call it. <sighs> Absolutely nuts. Absolutely nuts. And there were a couple of times when I bought the finish. I bought the false finish, I should say. And that's without a crowd, without an audience. That's a really, really hard thing to do. Kenny Omega, too, is also probably the best wrestler in the world from bell to bell. Who would you put in there? Him, Akada. There'd be some guys that I'm forgetting. Tanahashi, uh, Cody. I think I'd put in there because I think his storytelling is wonderful, and I'm, I'm forgetting loads of people. My point is, is that he's just. I never see him have a bad match. And Sammy Guevara is just on the up and up all the time. The bit where he kissed the the picture <laughs> of Brandy Rhodes. Brandy Rhodes' reaction, I loved that. I thought all of that was a lot of fun. That's why I like this match so much. You had the high-flying, you had the technical wrestling, but you also had the nonsense. And you had the storytelling, because Sammy Guevara kept working on Kenny Omega's broken arm. It just, it just did everything that you could want it to do, and I, I massively enjoyed it for what it was. I, I really, really did. And then having Vanguard won, I think before that match, give me an update on Nick Jackson's medical condition. Sentence I never thought I'd say in my entire life. A robot told me about how somebody's doing after almost getting his head taken off. And yeah, people go, oh, it's stupid, it's stupid. Man, AEW is a buffet. Everyone's saying this, but it's true. It's a buffet. And most programs on TV are a buffet. Some things you're going to like, some things you're not going to like. Look forward to the things you do enjoy and the things you don't enjoy. Go for a, a to, go to the toilet, go wash your hands, right? go get some food, whatever it is you want to do. But I, I loved AEW Dynamite this week. It's exactly what I needed. Kind of being cooped up in my house and not being able to go to the gym. Like I'm training at home as much as I can, but it's not the same. It's never the same. It's exactly what I needed. It really, really was just a laugh for two hours and not really giving a shib about being too overly serious. But he still had an amazing, serious match. You know, again, Omega versus Guevara, I thought was, um, I thought was awesome. And I did like John Moxley surprising Jake Hager after he squashed that dude. I thought that was cool. Uh, I kind of like what they're doing. I wasn't so sure on it at first. I was like, that's an interesting first feud for Moxley. But if you have your champ beat the undefeated guy... Stands to reason, right? You justify him as as the guy. So yeah, I'm all right with it. I'm all right with it, and I just it was a nice surprise. Uh, it was a nice surprise. My man James Kennedy, always good to see you, James. Super chat says, "Gang, let's start a hashtag on Twitter for Simon and get AEW Tully Blanchard to hire him. Any ideas? They know about Simon. They just need a nudge. That's very kind, man. It's uh, he's very very kind, but um. I'm never going to say, no, you guys do what you want. But, you know, let's just be positive with it. I don't want to inundate anybody or make people feel their backs are against the wall. I want things to be happy and fresh, but I appreciate it. And shout out to LMLKH to the super chat says, cutting a promo on a drone. My word, Oscar up. It was just when he cut the promo. I didn't even mention the cameraman, but when he cut the promo on the drone and called it a piece of shib, and he didn't like its political views, but understood how it could be. It is dumb and it's stupid. I don't know why people are telling me that, but it's really stupid, Simon. Yes, I know. I know, but I am a stupid person. I'm a goofball and I appreciate people. I appreciate Chris Jericho having the wherewithal to understand, man, we have to go into super entertainment mode here and give that to me. Uh, I really, I really, really do. I totally forgot to mention on ups and downs as well when he took the camera from the cameraman and had him sing and dance to Judas. There's so many good little things like that. So many good little things. And look, if it's not for you, that's cool, man. I'm not gonna tell you wrong. I'm not gonna tell you right. I'm just gonna tell you that I flipping loved it. Uh, I'm just gonna look up now to make sure I um, haven't missed anything because I do this a lot and then people tell me off as you rightfully should. Talked about Brody Lee. We've done that. Like I said, I'm a fan. I'm on board. We'll see where we go with it. Kip Sabin, those guys rocked it. Um, Jake Roberts, excellent. Just excellent. Stupid, stupid man. Yeah, it was Cody Rhodes. Again, what a surprise. Easy to watch show. Always an easy to watch show. It's nuts. Shout out to my man Dam Lemni in the super chat. It says AEW is a good mix of goofy and good matches. Spot on, Dan. And I couldn't, I wouldn't have it any other way. Also, shout out to Dan. Give him a salute. Cheap plug. Join the Patreon recently. patreoncom forza 316 A postcard is on his way to him, handwritten by me, dude. I'll get it to you there as soon as I can. But I don't even know if post is going to America at the moment. But I put it in the sky, and I hope it gets to you. And again, if you could support me on Patreon, I'd massively appreciate it. Even if you just give me a dollar, especially at the moment where I lost what well, so much of my work uh, it, it helps me to, to well not it doesn't help me to free up time to do this anymore but it certainly uh it certainly helps me do it and the bill in the super chat i hope you're the tv show that was over here um says um is it coincidence every ex wwe person brought into aew have made the show better or is aew making sure they have an angle that fits all the love i think the guys they brought in are people that a lot of us fans believed had more potential in wwe but never got it i mean let's go through it john moxley john moxley was always gonna fly because that was the first big jump when you're the first one you're always gonna do great so yeah john john moxley and also he was so different it it was almost like it wasn't dean ambrose like a completely different person so that did add to the show and if i miss anybody please let me know in, in the comments sean spears uh, you know, underrated guy to the point I can't even remember his name. Uh, the Perfect Ten. What was his name? Ty Dillinger. Thank you, Brain. they never really done anything with him in WWE. NXT, they did well. So it was almost like starting afresh for him, I believe. Matt Hardy is a triple-A superstar as far as I'm concerned. So anybody that could secure his signature, he doesn't even feel like a WWE guy. I wouldn't say he's transcended WWE, but he's such a big name in wrestling, you'd be mad to not want to get him in. And I totally believe that Brodie Lee fits into the category that we were just talking about. I think Brodie Lee you've never apart from he was good in the white family and he was good in the bludgeon brothers but every time he got some kind of momentum it was taken away and that's why i think these guys are actually benefiting from being in aew as opposed to the tna rush they felt like guys that had already done their best work in wwe and fair play to them for carrying on their careers but everyone they brought in so far i think is going to have more an upside in all elite wrestling That's why I think it works. Lamel KH2 said, I missed his super chat. We definitely did it. I can do it again for you. You said, cutting a promo on a drone. My word, Oscar up. And then we talked about how good the drone was. I don't think you've done another one. If I have, please let me know. But just to to double down on that, because I never want to miss anybody's um, super chat. That would be awful. Uh, Rudeboy606 in the super chat said, he's got psycho power. I hope you're talking about Matt Hardy. I want to know in the comments, just yes or no. Did you like Matt Hardy teleporting? Yes or no? I will tell you with a hundred percent happiness that it's a yes for me I was in tears I was in tears it was so dumb in the best possible way and the best possible way to treat the situation when you've got no fans pre-record some content before you do the show but just a simple yes or no yeah a few people were mentioning that my t-shirt is see-through I don't know what happens with this camera it's not see-through if I go into my um yeah it's not see-through in my what do you call it streamlabs but then on YouTube, it goes stream through. I'll be stream through. Who cares? Uh, my man, Alexander Falkenstein, always good to see. You. Alex says, Simon, you are the best. That's very nice. Technically, Brett the Hitman heart, but I'll take it too. I'm about to sign up to your Patreon. Oh, that's very nice, straight away. Because I really love to support you and keep your wrestling dream alive. It's always a very cool thing to see you share positivity. Well, Alex, thank you very much. And I see your name in these streams a lot. So just thank you all around. And I, I do massively appreciate it. I hope that doesn't come off as of condescending or like I don't mean it. Anytime someone signs up to my Patreon and supports me, because it does help my wrestling journey it really does i don't think i could do all the things i do without the patron so thank you very much and thank you to everybody else that um has signed up as well oh man i don't want to get too far off track as well but man the wrestling thing had so many bookings now they've all just fluttered away and i know that's not just the same for me it's the same for pretty much every wrestler there is and i'm you know i'm I'm lucky that i have my youtube stuff to fall back on but even from a, from a psychological point of view, you just, you just miss it. It just, you just goes and you have all this sort of mental focus and then it's taken away. So, and that's such a, such a small thing compared to what some people are going through. So we're actually on a side note, before we continue, you know, if you are struggling being self-employed or full-time or whatever the hell your, your job may be, I hope you're doing all right, and I hope you're getting by. It's it, Just remember, we're all in it together. I know it sounds cheesy as sin, but it's true. We're all in it together. And thank you very much to Alex um, uh, once again. james A25 in the super chat. YouTube just decided to make it vanish, but we've got it back. Great show, Simon. In these boring times, stuck at home. Hope you're well. Exactly, James. And that's why we're not moving to Twitch just yet. In the future, we will move to Twitch, whereas right now people want content. It ain't the time to try and build up new audiences or stuff like that. It's just time to talk, entertain, and have a big argument about wrestling. However, if you would like to watch me play Doom later or tomorrow, twitch.tv force Simon316. I'm just gonna play Doom. I'm just gonna play Doom. Super sign Blast and Super Chat said, You said even a dollar. Here is two Euros, brother. Thanks, Hulk. I appreciate it. I do, I do. That's um uh, that's very kind of you uh, it really really is uh and I think I've caught up with super chats which means we will um we'll do we'll do we'll do Chris Benoit thankfully everybody in the chat has also said yes yes and no says Lucas I don't know take your point but most people yes so funny who couldn't live that yes and more yes 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 hated it fair enough yes 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 uh, and then someone called me a sexy bald asshole all right sweet good for me I'm living the dream let's talk about Chris Benoit um, there's no real spoilers here in case you haven't seen the documentary, unless you don't know what happened in 2007. If you don't, I envy you. Worst thing to ever happen within the industry. I thought the documentary, like most people have said, was incredible. I've never seen it covered in that way from people who were directly there, be it uh, Chris Benoit's son, uh, obviously Vicky Guerrero was on it, Chavo Guerrero, Chris Jericho, a bunch of other people I'm sure I've forgotten. De Malenko. And I watched both parts, and it's just... <laughs> I mean, what do you even say? What do you even say? Like it's, it's never going to be a story that is nice to talk about. It's always going to bring up certain feelings if you experienced it at the time. And also even today, I can't fathom the situation at all. Like I just can't, like it doesn't make any sense to me. And obviously, there's this big debate about whether, oh, can you separate Chris Benoit, the wrestler, from Chris Benoit, the human being? And I'm just going to say this. You do whatever you want to do in your life. And I'm not saying that in an aggressive way. I mean that as literally as I possibly can. It's your world. Um, whatever you're able to do, you should do. I don't... Uh, to me, the the Chris Benoit wrestler part is not even... It's, it's, it's almost irrelevant to me. And I will say that my opinion is worthless, really, on something like this. You should always deviate to the people that knew him best so again watch the documentary for Chris Jericho Chavo you know Vicky Guerrero the people that can actually talk with a a, an element of uh, not truth but they know the situation right I'm looking at it from a fan's point of view which is always going to be skewed to a certain extent but whatever the reasons killing your wife and your child I don't really care that you could do a good German suplex you know I don't care that you had all these amazing matches it just doesn't mean anything to me it doesn't that that stands far above anything else and I suppose because I judge people on their actions as opposed to what they're very very skilled or talented at uh, I know the question will always come up do I think you should go in the hall of fame no I think that would be the, the, the stupidest thing anybody could ever do ever but I think the documentary is very powerful and if you kind of want to wrap up for lack of a better term the story of Chris Benoit from a, again, from a fan's point of view, I would imagine this is it. There's no, you know, if you've kind of taken all the other content that's out there, there's no real need to go back and read anything else or see anything else. There are no answers. We're never going to go know the truth about why he did this. It's just going to be theories that you can either choose to believe or not believe. And that's about it that that's about that i mean i certainly say you should watch it if you are a wrestling fan i mean make sure you're not in a bad mood before you watch it make sure you're in a good mood but yeah incredibly well done i think it's the best um viewed one in the whole dark side of the ring series so far which i can understand it's just it's just it's just again there there are no words i mean it, it took me back to 2007 i remember being in bournemouth that's where i was working at the time was extreme rules the pay-per-view whatever the hell the pay-per-view was and I remember reading news sites because I'm a massive loser and I used to do that saying that Chris Benoit wasn't going to appear but nobody knew why but there was a situation Then I got into work early on Monday because I had a deadline I used to edit magazines and I had to get one out the door and I did nothing that day because I got in I sat down I checked another news website which I always did when I got into work and it said that you know the uh, rumor is whatever Chris Benoit killed, killed wife and kid murder suicide I spent all day just refreshing refreshing refreshing. I remember I turned around to my friend Keith who I haven't chatted to in a very long time. Hope he's doing well and said, "Have you read this?" He was a big wrestling fan. He kind of did the same thing all day. It was it was just unbelievable. And it's I think the whole fact the fact that we're here 13 years later, almost no we've got a few more months and it's still as unbelievable as it was then kind of goes to show that we're never going to again you're never going to get into kind of closure with this and i I don't want to take anything away from the friends and family of 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 the the victims because they are obviously more important than this than me but still as a fan you do have some investment in these characters you see week by week so it stands to reason why you would feel like that but yeah great documentary Uh, it focuses on eddie guerrero a lot as well and you can see how much the death of eddie guerrero basically ruined chris benoit for you know for one way or the other and that's that kind of sums up the the craziness of it all as well. Because on one end you have Eddie Guerrero, this revered hero of many sorts in the wrestling world that we look back on fondly and we smile about. And then the other you have Chris Benoit, a guy that makes you know guys like me just stumble over his words and go uh 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 uh. Because what what do we even say? But yeah, in terms of the documentary, fabulous in terms of you know what it set out to do, but absolutely harrowing. I I, just, I can't even imagine how anybody gets through that or takes that phone call or receives that email that text message you know and in many ways it's even harder for them like someone like chris jericho who said he's my friend he probably to this day sits around and put words in his mouth but he probably sits around to this day when he thinks about it going what the hell was that what the hell did I mean think about a really good friend that you've known for 20 years and then imagine you heard that about them I've got you know good good friend of mine a guy called Luke who I've known for years I'd tell you right now he'd never do anything like that but if also I get the phone call and they said that he had it's gonna it's gonna screw me up for a long ass time because I'm gonna have to try and rethink uh you know a huge well just which is just gonna be you're gonna be at odds with yourself for ages he wouldn't do that but he did he wouldn't do that but he did So yeah, great documentary. Certainly watch it if you can. Shout out to Vice for even doing these to begin with because I do think they're subjects that should say in the public space. It's like any kind of tragedy or major event you don't want to forget because when you can forget, it can happen again. But no, I I don't want to watch any of his matches. I don't want him to be in the Hall of Fame. That's just my personal opinion. Doesn't mean I'm right. Doesn't mean I'm wrong. That's just how I feel. I feel uncomfortable watching them. So I just don't. And, you know, for people that go, oh, well, you're cutting out a slice of entertainment from your life. Or maybe I am. But that's nothing that what the family had to go through. So I'm happy to make a ridiculous sacrifice. Uh, And on that happy note, shout out to Lanaya in the super chat. Always good to see you, Lanaya. Thank you for the support as always. Uh, You should go on Observer Radio. They are talking to wrestlers who lost bookings to raise their platform and have people support them with merch you can email to get on the show. I did hear about that, Lanaya, and you're a lovely, wonderful person for suggesting it. But I feel like that's only fair for people that were doing 100% wrestling. I thought about this. I just think that would be a real asshole thing of me to do. Again, I've got this. I've got my Patreon. I've got my what culture stuff. I'm okay for now. So, you know, I don't want to take away somebody else's spot. You know, I think it, I think there are other people that could benefit more from that. But Lanai, as always, you're a very kind-hearted person for even for even thinking that. I am still uh, doing merch, simonmiller.bigcartel.com, if you'd like to buy anything. Slowly running out of the t-shirts that are on there, but not only are they about to be restocked once the madness is over, I have some new designs too. Some of them are absolutely ridiculous, but I thought, I'll have some fun. No one buys them, I just sleep in the t-shirts, so yeah you can do that shout out to sean as well sean who joined the, the youtube channel just now as you can see at the bottom there's a join button basically i think it's five dollars a month or something and you get access to my q a's it's the same thing if you join my Patreon, five dollars a month you can join my weekly q a's and i'll just make sure i throw the link out to you so uh thank you very much sean that's uh, that's super kind of you and i've now lost all the other super chats because of damn youtube damn Lemley, my man though says uh in super chat i'm glad at least we got to to hear from the families Oh, so you mean the, the Chris Benoit document? Yeah, I think that's the other thing too about the documentary. I'm sure that Nancy Benoit's sister, who I can't remember the name of because I'm a terrible person, and David Benoit, greatly appreciated having the opportunity to talk a bit from their point of view because talking is therapeutic no matter what your problem is. And I thought they all came across wonderfully. And I thought the whole thing was incredibly powerful. I'm not sure I'll ever watch it again. Um, but yeah, someone's saying they glossed over the CTE stuff. There's so much stuff they could have gone into. You know, there was the testosterone levels, the steroids, the CTE, wrestling, Eddie's death, which they focused on more. I think they wanted you to get the impression that maybe that was the catalyst for it all. I don't know. I I don't have an answer. And I don't want to have an answer, to be honest. I watched it and I want to kind of go back to where I just forget that whole thing ever happened. Uh, Daz4785 in the Super Chat says, Chris Benoit didn't kill his family, in my opinion. Simon rules. Well, unfortunately, Daz, I'll never agree with you on that um kind of think that's a terrible thing to say in many ways but you are allowed your opinion and I said if you super chat me I'll read it out so uh, uh so there we go my man Baz Hoban in super chat says this is all I can afford today pal deserved love that I can watch this live quarantine perks so any chance of ups and downs for dark during these times well Baz while I do massively appreciate it I want to say to everyone don't put yourself in financial trouble for me I'll be all right I'll figure it out it's important that while we do take care of each other we also take care of ourselves so Baz I give you a salute and I say that you're a wonderful man for doing that. But again, don't, don't, don't live outside of your means, man. I'll, um, I'll send you love regardless if that's what you need. Uh, in terms of ups and downs for Dark during these times, the problem with it was that nobody was watching it. That's the reason it vanished. And I, I understand the reason for it. I love doing content, right? As you can probably tell, I don't stop. But I mean, maybe we can bring it back. Yes, I'll have a little chat with the What Culture guys and see what's what. But it's a business at the end of the day. As silly as that may sound, and nobody was watching it. So, there's other ways that we can spend our time to hopefully give you content. Uh, that, you, that people want that people want to see. But uh, keep an eye on it. Keep an eye on it, I'll say. On fan 3 the super chat says, just discovered your band. Awesome stuff, man. Huge fan. Well, I'll pimp that as well, just as it's out there. MG and the Juggernaut is my band. We're hopefully going to try and be releasing a new song during these troubled times. We're doing it over the internet. We'll see how that works out. Uh, but yeah, you can check it out. I will always say, if you're going to check out my band for the first time, please, before anything, listen to a song called Never In Secret, then listen to Dark Fight. Um... They're the two songs I'm most proud of because I'm not going to get into it. I became the vocalist in a very awkward situation and it took me a while to get Average at it. <laughs> the other two guys in my band, Rich and Perry, are ridiculous musicians. I am not. I'm the guy that I'm the weak link a little bit. Uh, but yeah, check out those two songs if you want to go hear the other stuff, which is fine musically, but my vocals are the worst thing ever. You certainly can. But thank you, Almighty Hulk fan, for listening. Uh, you also say, How do you feel about David Benoit going into wrestling? Do you think WWE would ever hire him? I don't think WWE would ever hire him because. Um, They're such a big business; they'll always put PR first. That's not exclusive or or, you know unique to them. Most companies would do that. And all you're going to get is headlines that will read, and you see what the internet news world is like. All the headlines will just read, "Son of Murder," you know, "Son of Murderer joins WWE," and they don't want that. So I don't think he will. I hope I'm wrong. It's just my gut feeling. And look, in terms of him wrestling, I will go off what other people have said. Apparently, he hasn't actually even trained to be a wrestler, so maybe he doesn't want to. Maybe he just likes the idea. And I can understand that as well. I don't want to crap over the guy, though. I think he's been through enough. and He doesn't need some bald ass on the internet giving him another kick. If he wants to wrestle, good for him. If he doesn't want to wrestle, good for him. If he wants to go out and make loads of money being a computer programmer, good for him. He didn't, he didn't ask for any of that. I can't even imagine what it did to his childhood. But, you know, the, um, he's another victim in all of this. He truly is because he has to sit there and try and figure it all out. So just nothing but love and respect for that guy. And I hope he's, uh, I hope that he's doing all right uh is that the all the super chat sean in the super chat says simon (laughs) miller is just too fine i appreciate that it always makes me laugh when people send me messages like that because i'm not saying this for sympathy or anything but i I was so bullied as a kid like i really really was i had a a terrible time with bullying for people to say lovely words like that it just cracks me out it really does it cracks me out like man we've come a long way simon uh we've come a long way and shout out to anybody else that does get bullied it will be all right in the end i promise um let me check news. That's what I was going to do. I was like, what's next? The, we could talk about the raw rating if you want. It didn't do very well, but pff, maybe people are watching news. Maybe people are a bit burned out by the, you know, the empty crowd stuff. Maybe they didn't want to watch two old matches. I don't really care. I don't care at the best of times. I'm fascinated by it because I'm a stats guy, but whatever. WWE can sort it out, I'm sure. And also, given that it's now Thursday, WrestleMania is in the can, apparently. WrestleMania is done. All the big matches definitely have been recorded tonight at midnight i think or last night at some point florida's going into uh, not florida orlando orlando somewhere in florida is going into lockdown wherever the hell wwe are filming so it's good that they did get it done they've recorded everything up till the raw after mania which means they've got two weeks worth of content i believe could be wrong got two weeks worth of content and then we'll see what happens we may actually get to a point where they just air a bunch of old matches although people should love that Because then I'll get to ups and downs, old matches. And I'm always getting requests like that. Even though when we did do ups and downs for old matches, nobody watched. I know they didn't. I was there. And around about 10 minutes time though, AEW Dynamite, ups and downs, what culture, make sure you check it out. But yeah, the ratings are what the ratings are. I enjoyed Raw. I thought it was a decent show. I enjoyed Dynamite. It was a decent show. But you never know what's going to happen. Um, But yeah, the WrestleMania stuff is done. I guess we'll do predictions next week. I'm so pumped for the Boneyard match. I know, what an asshole. I'm so pumped for the Boneyard match. What's it going to be? Please be shot ridiculously and over the top. I can get such a kick out of that. Oh, I'm so pumped. I'm so pumped for <laughs> both I don't care, man. I don't care. Uh, right. Any other news going on? People talking about Vince McMahon, and Brody Lee. We've done that. Uh, top WrestleMania 36 matches taped today. I haven't seen NXT, so I'm not going to talk about it because that would be nuts. Lance Archer debuting next week. Uh, apparently they've released betting odds for WrestleMania. You should probably just cancel bet Wrestle. It's recorded. That makes it even 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 more ridiculous. There's a lot of speculation about Vince McMahon selling the WWE. I don't buy into that. But maybe he will. Maybe he won't. I don't know. I don't know what he what he plans to do. It's his company. If he did sell it, it would be a massive news story. You absolutely bet your ass it would. But um it's all to do. With he sells off some future shares to get him through the the, the thing that we're all experiencing, right? Pfft, that kind of stuff, you're never gonna know. We, who can ever predict Vince McMahon? We've been trying to do it for what thirty years, and we've still, and we've still not got anywhere. So, other than that, I don't think there's anything else that has been going on. So, what I will do is I will say, throw a load of questions in the chat, and we will answer them as best we can. Uh, But I'll also use this as a little um, shout out moment. If you hit the subscribe button, that would rock. If you hit the like button, that would rock too. I'm going to try and leave this one up. I made the one on Tuesday private. And just as a little litmus test, I'm going to leave this one up to see if it does help my YouTube channel. But engagement is the best way. So if everybody watching could just like the whole thing and subscribe, YouTube will go, oh, and it should be good. Uh, Also, do come follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Simon316. Somehow surpassed 90,000 followers on Twitter the other day. I sat down and thought about this for way too long, but that is crazy. So thanks to you. And again, over on Patreon at patreon.com of 316 and pins and knuckles, Thank you very much for supporting me as always. You're good guys. I will reply to your emails. I'm an idiot. And signmail.bigcartel.com if you want to buy any of my, uh, of my merchandise. And then we'll go into the comments just to finish it off. Would you ever work for AEW or WWE? I mean, absolutely I would. Uh, how could you say no, right? You can't turn opportunities down. I feel like, I mean, you'd have to see what the opportunity was to begin with, of course, but I think you'd be kicking yourself for the rest of your life if, if, if you didn't at least give it a go. Uh, what is your favorite WrestleMania? 17, because I'm boring. But I put 13 in there as well because I love Austin versus Bret Hart. Don't even really care about the rest of the card, but I love that match so much. um I like 18 too, even though that's rubbish. But I like the Hogan <laughs> Rock match so much. But 17 is my favorite. I know it's boring. Although I did like 31. I thought 31. I went in with such low expectations that it smashed it out of the park, especially with the whole Seth Rollins things at the end. So yeah, yeah. no, I'm 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 a big fan. I'm a big fan of that. Uh, a multi hug fan three in the super chat says, do you think no fans have made promos better? Not only do I think that, I made a whole video on YouTube about it. If you go to What Culture Wrestling when we're done, it's called Why WWE Just Stumbled Across Accidental Gold. I just wax lyrical about how much I loved it for a good 10 minutes. So yes, my friend, I do, and I hope they find a way to continue that going even when the empty fan stuff and the uh, the situation has calmed down. As somebody who works in TV, I would love to see an in-depth doc regarding WWE's programming. Would you be interested as a content creator? Absolutely. Anytime I get any information or stats about Raw, how much it costs, how they do the set. There was a time-lapse video about how they did the set the other day. I would love a two-hour in-depth thing. This is how WWE runs from a production standpoint, a behind-the-scenes standpoint, a management standpoint. They'll never do it because I think they hold their cards too close to their chest. But yeah, I mean, absolutely. I would love it. Uh, Do you like that AEW gave indie talent a big spotlight on Dark? I did. Uh, And big shout out to my man Sugar Dunkington too. I met Sugar Dunkington at a show in Scotland some point last year, I think. And he was just such a good dude. And we had a really, really nice chat. And uh, obviously, he was the guy that had his video on Dynamite before mine. So when I saw that he also got a match off the back of that, I was like, good for you, my friend. He's a real good dude. Go check him out. I hope he does really, really well uh mania 11 was good right i was there i can't even i haven't at mania 11 there's too many wrestlemanias these days for my memory to be able to clock on i have to i have to go back and read a wikipedia entry and my man matthew fletcher in the super chat says what do you think would happen if aew was purchased by wwe perhaps it's a video idea it would be a great video idea matthew i can't do it at the moment because i can't handle the bad negative comments that i would get I don't think AEW would ever sell because the Khan family, who obviously run All Elite Wrestling, have more money than Vince McMahon. I think they'd rather just simultaneously combust doing that. But it would bring the wrestling world to its knees. I don't think it would be as major as when WWE bought WCW just because it was a different time. But in terms of content and news stories, and again, just halting the wrestling world, it would be crazy. But one day I'll do that video, Matthew, and I'll make sure I shout you out. What would happen if AEW was purchased by WWE? I mean, it would be the end. Of probably proper rival companies, I think if All Elite Wrestling doesn't succeed, where else are you going to find deeper pockets than Tony Khan, which is what you need in any kind of startup company. So I think it would be sad from that point of view because I do think competition breeds uh, creativity and it breeds a better fan base. I don't think that will happen though. I think they're going to do all right. I'm just checking my phone to see where we're at with AEW because we don't want to run over that. Yes, it's going to start in exactly two minutes time. So what a lovely time to finish. Thank you very much for watching, my friends. I appreciate it. Again, twitch.tv forward to assignment 316. If you subscribe now or follow whatever the hell you do on Twitch and turn on notifications, it will alert you when I'm playing Doom. Just come have some fun with me. I'm crap at games. We'll have a laugh. We'll tell some jokes. We'll answer some questions. And we'll just get through this crazy lockdown as best as we can. Uh, Again, please like the video. Share the video. Subscribe. uh, At Simon316 on Twitter and Instagram. We've done all that. I'm not going to do it again. Subscribe and like. That's all I'm going to throw at you. Subscribe and like. And head over to What Culture Wrestling right now. If you are watching live, AEW Ups and Downs premieres in 60 seconds as I say these words. We'll finish with Sean in the super chat who says, I love my British bald asshole. You're an awesome stud. I'll take it. I also love the fact that somehow I managed to get bored asshole over. I call myself that now, and people go, Simon, don't be so cool on yourself. I love it. I love being the bored asshole. If I can get away with that being my name in wrestling, Simon the Bored Asshole Miller, I would. Doesn't massively work on a, uh, on a family show. Right, let's all go check out What Culture Wrestling's Ups and Downs for AEW Dynamite. You're just going to watch me a massive loving. For around about 10 minutes but i massively appreciate you all thank you to everyone that joined the patreon thank you to everyone that's super chatted thank you to everyone that's going to sign up to twitch just thank you thank you from the bottom of my heart we'll get through this together i promise you and i will see you all very very soon i love you loads